next time on Star Trek The Next Generation. Violence will not be tolerated on the Enterprise. The Enterprise plays host to feuding aliens. <laughs> and the crew is invaded by an awesome power. Captain Picard, you are now relieved of duty. I judge you to be disabled and mentally incapacitated. Now, the captain's trapped in the deadly clutches. On Star Trek, the next generation. We're live. Welcome to Trek. Trudge. Everybody. Thanks. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2016. Start date 2016. Is that the real (laughs) start date? What would the start date be today? Uh, Let's see. It would be pre-sequel, right? So we'd have to be somewhere in like the... Early twenties, I'd say. Let's just say it would be like five. Yeah. Start eight five. Point one. <laughs> um, welcome to Trek Trudge. Our awesome, really pro Star Trek podcast, Star Trek: The Next Generation podcast. Super professional. Yeah. My name is Byron Hussey. I'm joined by Jan Vanden Hemmel. Hello. Also known as Gazora and yeah. Bibaris Al Taib. Hey, how are you? Also known as Bibaris. Yep. Al Taib. Just about everywhere. <laughs> yep. World renowned. As are we all. Singular. <laughs> so today we will be discussing the, what is it, the sixth? We keep doing this. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because this time I actually had my notes just open. They were there. It's like, the sixth episode, yes. Ready to go. And in my um, some other dealings, I somehow managed to close them. I'm pairing our episodes with uh, Netflix episodes. I remember saying that I should do that for easy reference. So yeah. I just jumped on Netflix and it's uh, episode six. So we are episode six. So check mm. the next generation episode six, "Lonely Among Us," first aired second November nineteen eighty seven. Uh, I like it. Old. It's a good episode. What do you guys think? Yeah. yeah. Started eight, dark four one um, two four nine point three. What was that? Four oh nine two point three. Yep, we're at point three. Point three. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, I thought it was, yeah. A bit, it was a bit dark the the way they shot it. Yeah, very, very I, I, uh, I th- that was uh, e- even I think remarked upon in um, some of the production notes that it was one of the oh, darker yeah. episodes. Uh, I actually forget why. This <laughs> is just the style of the cinematographer. I think. Yeah, and I think this the cinema cinematographer for this episode um, like left or something. Not really. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, if you don't remember a fact, you can just sort of make up, <laughs> fill in the blanks with, with lies sure. and exaggerations. Uh, <laughs> going to Memory Alpha. This, this is mm. the Memory Alpha podcast. Just read Memory Alpha. You <laughs> add a lot of value. So this oh. is Lonely Among Us and... Um, the what I have written down in terms of trivia was that this is the first what they refer to as a, a bottle episode, right, of right. the series. Mm-hmm. And uh, y- are you guys familiar with that uh, that term? 
I am now. <laughs> it's uh, when it's when the writers are alcoholics. Yeah, <laughs> they just been drinking so much they just couldn't come right. up with anything to do. So makes sense. They're like, all right, we don't want to build any sets. We don't want. <laughs> we don't want to do any special effects. Uh, we're too drunk. Mm. Um. So the whole is that what they call it a bottle episode? I thought they call it a bottle because it's supposed to be like they're in a bottle. Like so, they're not leaving anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Like they're like a ship in a bottle. Well, that's the uh, that's huh. the real definition. Oh, oh okay. I just, didn't know that. There's an episode called "Ship in a Bottle" as well, right? I don't know. Is it a bottle show? I guess that must have been a bottle show as well. My understanding is that there actually aren't that many bottle episodes. But thinking mm-hmm. back, I would have thought there were a lot. I feel like there are a lot of episodes where they're just kind of, you know, kind of stepping around the ship just doing whatever <laughs> right <laughs> like not much going on data's like teaching his cat tricks like it's got to be a bottle episode right well i think i think maybe another characteristic of the bottle show is that they're often terrible <laughs> like they didn't feel like spending a lot of time writing it so they're just like yeah whatever yeah let's just get let's bang this out quickly so that way we could focus on something more important so I, I think there it, might be a little bit more, you know, as you said, flipping about the ship, but they're actually like doing something like productive. Yeah. And as a mm-hmm. uh, part of the uh, the logic for the bottle episodes for this and all shows that have them is that you can really pad out a season and pad out the budget right. by having a few episodes mm-hmm. that you spend almost no money on. You don't. It's kind of like with anime. They, they call them filler episodes. So it's like you'll right. watch... You, you actually have the ability to skip whole swaths of uh, oh, yeah. a series or a season because you just jump to the episodes that actually pertain to the story. Yeah, like like in Dragon Ball Z, like they'll be on Namek, and like Goku will be like powering up an attack for like six Five episodes, episodes. <laughs> and then like so you'll have like an episode where like Krillin is like chasing a lizard that like stole a Dragon Ball, and then you'll have an episode where like. Yamcha enters like a like a modeling contest back on Earth, and I think uh, I've I've heard it referred to as Monster of the Week episodes for things like X Files and uh, and Smallville and a couple other ones where it's like there's like an overarching story, but then there's this you know like it's like this week we're chasing Frankenstein. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah X Files was particularly bad for that because they they actually I always thought X Files the the main sort of through line for the series the sort of the alien mystery was always very compelling, but most of the yeah. episodes were like all right let's let's go find the Loch Ness monster now. <laughs> like, is there an episode about Frankenstein? I would like to see that. The actually the last the last movie. The X Files okay. movie, like which which they were like billing as like the capper for like all the different you know alien mm-hmm. you know like if you watched the trailer you would have sworn it was like an alien piece you know like a right. continuation of the story. It was like it was a monster of the week episode. It was just like some kind of Frankenstein. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, aliens can have Frankenstein's as well, though, right? No, but yeah. this guy was just straight up. It was like or that movie, like uh, Alien Dracula. Can you imagine oh, like an yeah. alien Frankenstein? That would be like the scariest Frankenstein you can imagine. <laughs> like it had maybe it had like Predator's head and like yeah, uh, a Xenomorph's like body and like I think that's just the Borg. That's what the Borg are. And, and King yeah. Kong's on alien. King Kong is an alien, right? I think we basically just had a conversation that the writers of Star Trek had. 
20 or 30 <laughs> years ago. Like, yeah. Hey, how about uh, Frankenstein aliens? And at the end of the day, they're like, all right, let's call them the Borg. Let's go to lunch, everybody. Good work. Clever. Clever girl. I like quoting. Um, Instead of nuts and bolts in their neck, we'll just jam it into their eyeballs. <laughs> it's like, it's not, yeah, they're just covered in nuts and bolts everywhere. Like, uh, they're bristling with nuts and bolts. bolts. So this episode um, introduces um, Sherlock Holmes to the, to the series. And he becomes he sure a, does. a very prominent, um, I, I'll say again, through line through the series mm-hmm. um we don't have anybody actually cosplaying as sherlock in this episode although data does smoke a pipe which yeah. uh i i found to be a little bit anachronistic uh, i don't i don't know if they would allow him to actually smoke on a uh on a starship unless he was vaping is it possible he was vaping <laughs> it's probably yeah one of those electronic uh that's, like, that's the worst use of a replicator i've ever <laughs> seen on the series <laughs> it's just like because he didn't have a pipe handy. You know yeah, I mean? no, he's so he a replicator, and it was yeah. like a blue e-cig uh, vape pipe. Maybe it was weed. Possible it was weed. <laughs> Probably. Because we all we've already established the data can get drunk off of like cosmic right. radiation. Mm-hmm. Right. Because because everywhere else where he is not affected by things that affect humans doesn't mm-hmm. affect him. Yeah, but, but when it comes to alcohol and and getting high off things, and yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much exactly like a human. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, another interesting component of this episode was that the aliens were um, were actually very alien looking, which uh, right. in most other episodes that they aren't. They are more or less just people with some putty on their forehead. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe that was uh, a result of one of the uh, the creature designers. Um, this was, I think this was the last episode they did, and then somebody else came on board. Again, if I were actually good at this, I would probably have those names prepared. But um, you know, Wait, are you talking about the Anticans? The Anticans and the Soleil. Yeah, yeah. both. The, the Anticans kind of looked like monkey scrotums. I thought but... they looked like um, like sort of racist um caricatures of chinese people crossed with dogs <laughs> you know, like they those... have that huge scrotomy back head thing yeah mm-hmm. and the salians like they were i guess lizard people but they kind of looked like they were disgusted at all times like they looked at they looked like they had just like gone to uh, the cheesecake factory and not gotten the brown bread <laughs> Only like the sourdough. <laughs> like that's, yeah. It's going to look like they had on their face the entire yeah. time. Completely apropos of nothing. And Jan, I assume you've uh-huh. never been to a cheesecake factory. Uh, no, I've never heard of that, actually. It's a, uh, it's a chain restaurant in the United States. Uh, sort of mid, uh-huh. mid-scale. Okay, it's not an actual factory. <laughs> I yeah. wish. Right. They've got <laughs> this... It's a few steps above uh, Olive mm-hmm. Garden, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Another thing we don't have. But uh, they, they've got this crazy decor, and mm-hmm. every booth has like this pillar on it. Eye of Sauron. Yeah, exactly. It looks exactly like mm-hmm. the Eye of Sauron. 
<laughs> it's a terrifying experience. Yeah, so they're a... keeping an eye on you, so you don't eat too many cheesecakes. <laughs> I think they want you to check eat my as many Facebook cheesecakes as possible. Images. I think you'll see <laughs> the picture. I have it up there. You do. That's yeah. funny. I, I don't think I've seen that. But <laughs> well, you guys talk all hunted. But yeah, I will put that in the. Uh, I'll put that in the. In the uh, like <laughs> the cover page for this episode, the Cheesecake Factory ISR. And by the way, paid sponsor too. By the way. Yeah. yeah. $2,500. Your $500 Chinese salad. Yeah. Um, so, so all they sell is cheesecakes? No, they have a, a giant menu of like different Weird. foods from all over the world. They have like, That's you can get a burrito. Confusing. You can get like an Asian inspired salad. You can get a steak. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's very American. Yeah. So why is it called the Cheesecake Factory? Well, they do serve cheesecake also. They're, uh, okay. they're known for their cheesecake. And the cheesecake, I must say, is quite good. Mm. Here you go, guys. I sent it over to you. Thank you. Are you in the picture? No, it's just a picture of the tower itself. <laughs> You're just like eating. <laughs> All seeing. Nervously <laughs> eyeing the, uh, the tower. It's through Facebook. Let's see if I can send it to you just in your email. Uh, Facebook's fine. Uh, I got it on my phone, actually. Multi, multimedia platforming here. Multi-platforming. <laughs> so, before we get much further in the episode, I should remark that Jan has made a special mini edit. Mini, mini. A yeah. mini-sode. Mini-sode. It was so, fantastic. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. I it's a, it was it funny in my head, but then I made it, and it was like, eh. I'm going I'm to watch it now live. Wow. And maybe figure out some way to, be pre- like, Be prepared to be it. disappointed. I'm going to just brace myself for right. for disappointment. Good. Well, now I can't find it. Because, like, we've got, like, 40, 40 emails here. <laughs> should be the last one. You would think. Should be, but it's not. Here it is. As Holmes would have pointed out, they were too engaged in their own affairs to have disabled the ship and murdered the engineer. It's elementary. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Indubitably. <laughs> Oh, boy. That was really good. You're you're too humble. No, I don't know. (laughs) It's all right. It's good. It's it's really bombastic. It's like a a, a smorgasbord for the senses. Everything is ever so slightly better with Jordy's laugh in there. Yeah. I knew there was a reason I was logging all those clips of him laughing. Were all those Paid laughs off. from this episode? No, they're from, um, I think, the episode that they're all getting drunk. What was it called That's again? That's right, yeah. Um, space Fever. It's called Space Lust. Jungle Space jungle, Lust. Jungle it's all from that fever. episode. Space Space Fever, yeah. Yeah, Space Fever. Space Madness. And I just got um, Bibars's photograph of the eye of song which is also quite delightful Where, did you get cheesecake for that meal 
Uh, I almost never get cheesecake from the cheesecake factory. Your, your kids get the cheesecake? Sometimes they do. Yeah. They usually split it. It's a lot. It's a. It's like. It's huge. Well, you just. I mean, the the meals, the the, the portion sizes, they're out of control. Like, I, right. I think if you get the burrito there, which I have gotten, I think it's about three thousand calories. It's <laughs> <laughs> the size of a little baby. And then, and then, yeah, it's like a baby's arm. Which is maybe a little bit too specific in terms of what part of the baby. <laughs> it's not like eating. a leg. It's like an arm. All right. <laughs> like maybe it's conjuring too many images of me like just consuming the actual baby. <laughs> just devouring yeah. innocence. Yeah. So it's like you finish this six pound burrito and then it's like, okay, I'm going to eat just a block of cheese. The like size heavily, of. heavily dense cheesecake. It's always like super dense too. And it's always and, mm-hmm. and you can get it covered in like different chocolate treats and like whipped creams and they put like probably like a thousand calories just w- worth of whipped cream just right on the plate. It's out of control. I wonder if uh, I wonder if like fake cannibalism is a thing in the world of Star Trek. I mean, they can generate meat with their replicators. So I'm sure if they want, is. they can just say, oh, "Give me some uh, dinosaur or you know, let me taste a human liver." Strange. Give I've me some heard, human. Um, I heard. Humans with fries like, tastes like pork mm-hmm. probably yeah. i think it was referred to as long pork back in the day yeah oh yeah yeah i've, I've heard uh, uh long pig actually mm-hmm. i think that was a plot in there's a comic book series called um transmetropolitan fantastic series it's really good it's mm-hmm. like a it's like a futuristic uh hunter s thompson inspired reporter character <laughs> But they have replicators, and I think it's it's sort of like a a thing to eat human meat just because you can replicate it. And I think they call it okay. long. Do they call it long long pork in that? I think so. Uh, but it, it, the funny thing, it's it's like it's not just like a thing to eat it. It's like a food chain. Like it's like a McDonald's of yeah. the future. <laughs> yeah, there's like billboards. Everything everything in that series is basically take take what happens today and kick it up you know to 11 basically. yeah so. i'm surprised with good. all the like comic book movies they've been making that hasn't come up as something that they could like repurpose uh, you know that would be a fantastic movie especially in this climate yeah. you know like the presidential climate because it was very political so hmm. that would be fantastic yeah yeah they should definitely make that. Watch it. who would be a good actor to play uh, i forget the character's name I want to say Spike, uh, um, or, 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 or Spider Jerusalem. Oh yeah, Spider Jerusalem. Spider. Right, I'm gonna Google this. And what's this called? Transmetropolitan. So Spider Jerusalem. Let's see. I'm. You know, somebody probably has already had this conversation. So I'm gonna say Spider Jerusalem actor. Okay, looks like. Um, <laughs> uh, it looks like we have Patrick Stewart. Is the first Damn. Google image result. So that is, I think we got another image for the um, for the cover photo. Here, I'll, I'll send you guys. I the, got uh, Tim Roth. Yeah, primarily. I saw Tim Roth too. Yeah, I'll send you guys a link to uh, this uh, Patrick Stewart since it's topical. I think Patrick Stewart might be a little bit too old now to play this character. Yeah, he's he's really old, but. Back in the day, he would have nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't figure out how to send you guys like a text thing. Technology is really hard. 
I just I just saw the uh, Stuart picture. This is fantastic. Good. Right? Yeah, so Patrick Stewart as that guy. That's good. I'm gonna save the image as. And he's holding the prolapse gun. <laughs> <laughs> A gun that makes you defecate. Uh -huh. This is much better than talking about Star Trek. <laughs> oh, and my uh, Chrome just cat crashed, so I lost all my notes again. No, no. <laughs> so anyway, that, that wasn't my fault. You can't. That can't be put at my feet as a podcast producer that Chrome crashed. That's Sergi Brin's fault. Uh, so another trivia trivia toid from this episode was that the the Antican uh, the the main Antican uh, his name was uh, Badar. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. It was played by uh, just Mark. throwing a bunch of hyphens because apparently aliens love hyphens. Yeah, sure. if it's if there's a hyphen, it's got to be an alien. Uh, mm -hmm. But the the primary Anthekin uh, was played by Mark Alim Alimo, who also played uh, Gold Ducat in Deep Space right. Nine. So this was his first uh, Star Trek role. He, uh, I think, he played a few other um, aliens in the Next Generation before he ultimately uh, got the Gold Ducat role on DS Nine. Mm -hmm. So that's another piece of trivia for you guys to just kind of just chew on kind of stew on that. The, the amazing part about this show is that they I think it's like the first time in this series and maybe for the entire series where they introduce something as the primary focus of the episode and then it completely has nothing to do with the episode for the majority of it. They become like just like uh, you know like the Heinz they become like that weird test case that house always like <laughs> you know yeah. discovers oh, yeah, yeah, they're like sort of the, like the yeah. comic relief. Like, oh, yeah. what are these stupid aliens up to? Oh, these ones eat meat. Savage. This is also the first time that uh, Cole Meany is in it, I think. Oh, no, the second time, of course, he's in the first episode as yeah, well. Yeah, he's in the pilot. But I wonder how he got to be in uh, Star Trek. That's a good question. Is he, is he, is he famous at all in America? Because he's, uh, he's kind of famous in Europe. He's, uh... Really? Well, I mean, famous I mean actually, he's yeah. famous here for being in Star Trek and in for, and for being in Con Air. <laughs> and for being in Con Air, really? Yeah. That's great. I mean, I don't know if he, anybody outside of the, 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 the Trekker sphere remembers yeah. that he was in Con Air. But, uh, Have I, you ever seen um, that comic strip, uh, Chief O'Brien on the job or something like that? No. No. Oh, it's a fantastic series. It's just... A sad, sad image of Chief O'Brien just replicated multiple times. <laughs> and like he's just standing at his transporter station waiting for yeah. something to happen. It's, Chief O'Brien at work. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty good. By, by the way, guys, another um, breaking news. Uh-uh. Uh, just more of a uh, business update podcast mm. business update mm -hmm. uh we are now on stitcher uh -huh. so everybody listening if you could hold on i'm getting the address you can find us at stitcher.com slash podcast slash slash viropod but check us out there leave review leave us a good review because 
I'm told that's important for some reason. Like, you mm. got to do it. I don't know why. Just got to do it. That's what they said to me in the introductory Stitcher email they sent me. Right. They, sold, they told me to get reviews and to encourage listeners to review the show. I'm complying. Please review the show. And it has to, they said it had to be five stars. I don't know why. You just got to do it. Really? Cannot be four stars. Not no, good I, enough. Yeah, I can't. I was being Only dishonest. five. Being <laughs> Get that shit out of here with that four stars. <laughs> four five stars. Star, five stars are nothing. Yeah, it's like four stars and five stars is the difference between like like a like a piece of shit and like a diamond <laughs> ring. Filet you know? mignon. Full, yeah. Straight up filet mignon. Don't eat, let's not even talk about three stars. It's like a trash... That's just that's just a piece of shit on a piece of filet mignon, just so that it's it's now also ruining a very good meal. That's like a whole universe where everything is just made of shit. Too much? Too far? <laughs> well, no, it's fine. Okay. I think right. so. This this comic is pretty good, Chief O'Brien at work. Yeah, let's put <laughs> a, for, uh, a link to that in the show notes too. Uh, how do you how do I find it? I'd probably Google, right? It's just chief O'Brien at work dot com. But yeah, Brian you can just Google a it. R I E N. Mm-hmm. And no apostrophe. Because he's not an alien. Found right. it. It's a good drawing. It's okay. a poor sad little sad little, <laughs> little little troll of a man. Remember he was also in D- Deep Space Nine and he got married mm-hmm. to yeah. a Japanese woman. Yeah, I think he got married in the next generation. Oh, in the oh yeah, I think you're space right. Nine. That's right. Because I remember that, and I've never seen Deep Space Nine. <laughs> so, have you ever considered doing a an edit featuring Chief O'Brien's wedding? Uh, yeah, maybe if we get to that uh, <laughs> to that episode in a few years, <laughs> ten years. So. It's a big if. And, uh, um, uh, oh, shoot. So it's more, uh, so we get introduced to the Soleil and the Antikins and they are sort of dog and cobra aliens that for some reason um, the Enterprise is escorting these guys to a, a, a third planet called Parliament. Right. Yeah, to they, do a peace they were very creative. In their name, yeah, <laughs> uh, I have it in my notes. The, the the name for this planet is a little on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. And another fun thing is that we get to see the uh, formal um, Starfleet uniforms, which are basically nice dresses. Oh, yeah, wonderful sweater dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very tasteful and tights. Right, they wear tights underneath. No, I'm just. Yeah. I'm just putting that <laughs> in in my memory. It's, it's very just wear a, it looks like a doublet. <laughs> they wear uh, wear a stay up uh, stay up panties underneath. <laughs> stay, I don't know what stay up panties are. Sounds <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a European thing. Picard rocking it's the Spanx. Something thing. something naughty. You do can we, uh, Google uh, do a Google image search. Bivars, do we have stay up stay up panties here? And I, I don't, don't know, know if about panties them. is the right word. I've never heard that term before. Stay up panties. I mean, like stay ups. I'm I'm googling. Yeah. Just Google stay ups. That's what I mean. Stay ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay ups. 
Oh, stockings. Yeah, but yeah. They appear to be um, uh, like nice. a lady's undergarment. Mm-hmm. I think I, I accidentally um, downloaded a some kind of malware <laughs> really? for my Chrome. Well, I was trying to get oh, something boy. to record uh, Skype with, and uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was very sketchy, very ske- <laughs> very sketchy yeah. program. And I knew it was, but I just was like uh, uh, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I don't know. It's called uh, well, it's a PSA. It's called Free Video Call Recorder for Skype. <laughs> but it was also yeah. called like DVD now. Check out this dot com <laughs> free something. It was I don't know. I I, feel, I probably have a really terrible virus on my computer now. Sorry guys. Well, I just I told you right before we started the uh, show. The last time I was trying to access Skype, I had forgotten my password and then I had like logged in with an old Skype account. And then I saw that nobody was there, so I was like, oh, okay, let me see what I could do about linking this to Facebook and trying to connect or whatever. And then I finally connected with that old, you know, connected to Facebook with that old account, got out of it. And I'm like, all right, let me just try another account. And then I did. And I finally got in connection with you guys. And then like immediately afterwards, my Facebook account got hacked or I started posting up uh, pictures of sunglasses, like (laughs) 5,000 pictures of sunglasses. Oh yeah. That was was immediately after connecting to Skype. That wasn't you. Wearing sunglasses would detract from my steely gaze, so yeah, we, would, we wouldn't want that. that. Well, I'm sorry that you had to go through that and that it was somehow partially the fault of this show. That's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm discovering it. a lot about Call Mini, apparently, because here he's more known for like Irish, uh, like low budget uh, movies. And but yeah. apparently he's in a lot of action movies. He's in uh, Die Hard Two and uh, what yeah, else? Under Siege with Steven Seagal. Yeah. So he has like two careers: one in America where he's like a in these Steven Seagal movies, and in Europe where he's doing all these arty uh, Irish movies. That's he does. Cool. He does, he does seem like kind of like a hard guy though, doesn't he? Like you wouldn't want to mess with him. The, no, no. The if he's drunk, he'll be detracts from it. Like, <laughs> like, like, the tight curly fro that he's got going. Well, that's that's very uh, inflammatory to curlies. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <You> kinda, <laughs> I'm just saying, a little bit of a shave probably would give him a bit of a tougher look. Or oh, sure, some, yeah. if he had like a, some thick facial hair, like mutton chops or something. Right. Has he had mutton chops at some point? I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah, probably. No. There's no way to. Yeah, know. he's also he's also playing a drug trafficker in a British uh, gangster movie. That's yeah, I can see that. He could probably pull. Did. He could probably pull it off like Billy Connolly did from. Uh, oh uh, yeah. Boondock Saints, where mm. like, like <laughs> you don't, I only I only knew him from like head of the class, and then he shows up in like the Boondock Saints, and he's just this complete badass. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> white, like still curly, but it's like white flowing hair and a like beard. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh what is head of the class? Or I, I was just thinking about the eighties sitcom. But that can't yes. be right. That, that, that is exactly what it was. He's in Billy Connolly was in that show. Yeah, he was the, he was he was the replacement teacher. I thought at one point they had a teacher that got rid of him and then they swapped him out with Billy Connolly and he like played the second half of the series or whatever. Huh. I don't think I ever knew that. That's pretty funny. 
Yeah, because the first teacher was uh, that guy. I forget his name, but he was in movies and stuff, too. Head of the class. Yeah, Jesus. That's some kind of like... Howard Hessman. Yeah, Howard sounds kind of familiar, I guess. Or Heisman? No. Hessman? Yeah, I got some... Uh, everything I do on Chrome now is just completely infected by this. this <laughs> Let's malware. see here. Uh, looking at Howard Hessman, I can't see that he's done anything since the '80s. He did. He was in like a movie where he like <laughs> I forget what it was called, but he like he was dying, and he was like a cop, and he got like a a terminal diagnosis, but like his like insurance wasn't gonna pay for it or something, so he had to like die on the job. So he like started like. <laughs> being like a really bad reckless cop but like he still kept not being able to die and they just became like this total hero <laughs> like but then he but then at the end of the, he it turned out he wasn't dying after all i think so and then he was just like a hero so spoiler it's like a, it's like a uh it's like a buddy cop version of joe versus a volcano yes I, I don't <laughs> yeah. remember joe versus volcano i thought it, it was just like he just like walked in the volcano and then he died. And that was the end of the no, no, no. He he was no. tricked into believing that he was dying, so he went on this quest to like somebody wanted him to uh, jump in a volcano to appease some, you know, tribesmen or something, mm-hmm. and he ended up getting spat out by the volcano. I think at the end. I don't. Know. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. So it was like a magical <laughs> ending. To like a, to like a, a non magical movie. So, was he the, God? Did it turn out he was God at the end, like like a Hawaiian God? No, he just turned out to be not sick. Oh, and but how did they, the they, they kind of glazed out? over the fact that all the all the uh, tribesmen on the on the island probably died a horrific death? Oh, that's, not, eh. that's <laughs> indigenous people. We don't we don't worry about what happens to those. They're just inconveniences for us, us, uh, us, you know, first world, um, whatever, whatever you would want, you know, call us. I don't know what we are. Privileged. Anyway, um, so this Sorry, episode. Sorry, I was just sending you a funny picture. So this episode, um, is one of the many episodes where they sort of encounter sort of a nebulous energy being, mm-hmm. um, and, and in this case, with very odd, like, re- rationales for what it does, like, there's no reason that this nebulous thing would want to take Picard with him, right? No. Especially if, like, Picard didn't want to go. <laughs> but for some reason, it's like, yes, this is a kindred spirit. Let's turn him into energy like us and take him there and yeah, attack but, everybody else. But wasn't he just trying to get home? Was he? I think so. I mean, I think that's. I think the the whole point was like he accidentally wandered into the ship, and then they took him away from his like energy cloud. So he uh-huh. he he, um, you know, he like he took to he cloud. he kept looking t- taking over different bodies until he could figure out a way to get back. And then nice. I think by the end, Picard. And and the the being had sort of merged into a single entity and 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 
given Picard's proclivity towards exploration, he became convinced it was a great idea to go out and explore space without a body. Um, and that wasn't necessarily the other beings doing. It was a, it was a combination of that being and Picard. That was my yeah. understanding. With the exception that Card Picard didn't remember anything that happened after the fact and didn't want to go before the fact. Well, the, I guess he did want to go before the fact, except for that he the the he didn't remember it after the fact because the Picard they brought back at the end wasn't the same Picard. It was a, it was a it was a copy of Picard that was stored in the transport buffer. So it didn't have the memories really? afterwards because basically that Picard they, died. They glazed over that. I thought it was just that they were retri- hmm. they were using that to retrieve his energy or whatever from the cloud, and that the 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 loss of Picard's memory was the same loss that all the other characters had in the series. I mean, that's definitely a better. I think I think that's what they said happened though. Like he wouldn't have any memory because the pattern they had on file was from before he went out. I think I remember that, yeah. that being the explanation, which essentially means the Picard that it, the Picard that st- started at the beginning of the episode died by the end. And we ended up with a copy of Picard, but right, there's but an is argument that, to is be made. Picard that's still floating in space. Now? Yeah, definitely. But, but the other implication uh, is, is the same as with any time you transport, which is basically that, Every time you transport, you die, and you're just copied. <laughs> and they never really address that in the show. Um, they address that in the original show, to an extent. Well, I think they they have this weird transporter thing where it duplicates uh, it duplicates um, Kirk. Only they also duplicated an evil Kirk, so he just like sneers and forces himself upon women, which is not much different. Well, I mean that that's not that much different from the copy of Riker we end up with in in <laughs> Star Trek: The Next Generation, but they never really address okay what what happens to the sort of the continuity of your consciousness from the point from from point A before you get into the transporter to point B where you've transported down to the planet. It, can that really be said to be the same continuous person and consciousness? You're broken up at an atomic level and restructured. Yeah, more or less, it's it seems like they just say, okay, it's it's the same to be rebuilt identically than it is to persist from one moment to the next. But mm-hmm. is it? I I sort of doubt it. I mean, but who knows? Which, which would mean that the Star Trek universe has conquered death. Sort of. All they all they'd have to do is just keep copies of yeah. everybody. Yeah, they, that that's that's a little convenient too. Like they can permanently always just make another version of a person. Like there we go, it's yeah, like, you in the buffer. Huh. And you know, card died. Don't worry, we got him on retainer. And you know, there's like a probably like a central like NSA like repository in Starfleet headquarters where just kind of like saving copies of everybody from every transport. Like you know, just storing them huh. somewhere just in case. That would make a fantastic new movie. <laughs> they can just copy. They can just make copies of whoever they want, whenever they want. You mean a Star Trek movie or just in general? Just a Star Trek movie. I mean, like yeah. we've already seen a couple other movies that have somewhat similar, mm-hmm. yeah, aspects. No, no, have you guys no seen games. any of the, Have you guys seen any of the um, 
trailers of those uh, fan movies that are coming out that are, uh, that are being made recently? I know they uh, exist, but I, I saw Axanar. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic, by the way. Looks good. Yeah. Are they the ones getting sued? Well, I don't know. Are they? I, I, outside of watching the little mini movie that they did, mm-hmm. where, um, and the small segment that they did with the uh, with the Vulcans, I, I didn't really engage much into it further, other than hoping that eventually they'll continue making more movies because that was uh, really great. Xnar, Xnar is the one that's being sued by uh, CBS. Well, oh, didn't somebody sad. do like a Kickstarter or something? Yeah, they awesome. made a. Oh, they made like a million bucks with their Kickstarter. Yeah, no, th- and I, they I, made a really amazing. Uh, I don't think that's a shame. I think that's that's theft of intellectual property. You can't just do that. <laughs> you can't just make yeah. a million bucks off it's of somebody a... else's property and say, "Oh, of course they're gonna sue them." They should have known they yeah. would be sued. It's a bit silly. I mean, there are guys making uh, fan movies who uh, usually ask permission from uh, CBS. Yeah, but there's a big there's a big difference between Apparently spending they didn't do that. there's a big 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 difference between spending mm-hmm. your own money to make a fan movie and raising a million dollars, which by the way you just have, you just have the money off of off oh. of Star Trek mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. a movie with, which is basically that's profit. If you if Yeah. It basically Kickstarter's a way of profiting on off of something before you do it. It was Kickstarter, mm-hmm. right? Was it Kickstarter, or was it like GoFundMe or something? It's probably uh, Kickstarter, but I think they they use that money to make it. No, it doesn't matter. But you <laughs> know, as far as, as as far as as far as production goes, it is pretty. Looks I mean, good. like, mm. but yeah, but it also uses a lot of famous people in it. Mm-hmm. It's got like Tony Todd in there as a pretty yeah. predominant role. I mean, he was mm-hmm. in Candyman and Final Destination. He's in Star Trek. He plays Worf's brother, I think. Tony Todd. Exactly, yeah. and um, two of the characters were uh, two of the characters were from uh, um, the Battlestar oh, okay. series. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is not the one that's directed by uh, the guy who plays Tufok, because he also made a fan movie. I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't, I don't think this is the one. It's funny that the, those. Fan movies kind of look better than the real Star Trek movie. <laughs> yeah, the um, the, I mean, the effects are all good, but the the trailer for the new Star War, uh, Star Trek movie was really not uh, not great. Yeah, I heard that that they released that because it leaked. Although I can't imagine it would have been much better if mm-hmm. like I've heard that's sort of the excuse for it being not well received mm-hmm. or not good. But fast in the Trek year. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I it, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it looked that bad. I just think it looks like kind of a generic movie. And uh, it just wasn't yeah. a very good trailer. I, I'm disappointed anytime there's not a good trailer these days because trailers are <laughs> most most of the time better than the actual movies. Yeah, that's true. I kind of can't stand trailers that show you the beginning, the middle, and the end of the entire movie. Like, I think um, that's the, most trailers nowadays. Yeah, like that Dawn of Justice trailer that came out, it basically, mm-hmm. you know, the entire movie's in that trailer, you know, yeah, short the, of a couple slapstick episodes, you know, scenes and uh, some <laughs> some monologues and whatnot. Yeah, the entire they, movie's there, really and you could just say, "Okay, we assume that they're going to team up and kill." Uh, yeah, they ruined uh, the whole movie. They ruined the whole movie in the trailer, and I, they didn't have to because the other trailer was already good. Yeah, <laughs> and it left a lot out, and everybody's gonna go see it anyway because it's Batman versus Superman. Like, come on. 
who, are they, who are they trying to like okay well, now if, really if you show the, if you make a movie called something versus something and then at the <laughs> end of the movie you show both somethings teaming up then it kind of defeats the purpose of the title <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's Batman versus Superman versus what uh, Doomsday. It was Doomsday, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it, from the trailer, without having watched the movie or read anything else, I'm assuming they somehow used the genetic makeup of Zod to make <laughs> Doomsday. Yeah, they it very heavily suggested that uh, Lex Luthor uh, used. Zod's corpse to somehow build a doomsday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Using science. Great. Using uh, science to do it. Uh, I guess the trailer for uh, Star Wars was good then. It didn't yeah. really spoil anything. Yeah, and that was on purpose, and it's almost like they mm-hmm. knew that spoiling a movie was bad mm-hmm. in the trailer. Did you see the Star Wars yet, Jan? Yeah, yeah, I watched, okay. it. I watched it. Okay. So you know that, um, that Greedo ended up being... Uh, Ray's father. Yeah, I like it when, uh, when, uh, what's his name? Chewie. Chewie, he unzipped his uh, costume and then it was just a couple of Yodas on top of each other. <laughs> was a big, Pretty surprising. I didn't see that coming. It was a big reveal. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, spoiler alert. I, I spilled my popcorn all over the theater. <laughs> so, Jar Jar um, Binks becoming uh, General Snow. Yeah, let's, or... let's, let's, let's mm. not do the, the Binks. Darth Binks thing. It's like, it's been beaten to death like so thoroughly. That corpse is just like, that horse's corpse. I, I think actually there's an argument to be made for just Jar Jar not being that bad a character. I think that's the, that's the real. That's okay. I like the idea. So back to Star, uh, Star Trek. Um, there's All a, cou- right. a couple of other things I think we need to address before we kind of close out this episode Singh did not need to die I don't know why they <laughs> no. killed him and I don't know why nobody seemed to care that he died <laughs> which which you know which Jan's uh, mini-sode perfectly perfectly captures <laughs> it did <laughs> just a lonely Singh just lying on the engineering floor <laughs> Yeah, they, by the end of the episode, they were chuckling to themselves about potentially one of the um, Soleil being eaten, which itself is yeah. kind of pretty barbaric, right? But it's like it's pretty horrible. They just lost a crew member for like no good reason, and yeah. like almost and lost their captain uh, on the Parliament planet, and they're like, "Well, sorry, but one of those guys ate the other guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Picard will just kind of shrug, like, "Well." Yeah, like, Picard is like, you know what? I just got turned into a cloud, so fuck you, deal with it. <laughs> it's like, what were I'm you guys tired. doing between... All you had to do is fly two aliens from this point to this point. What what happened? One of them died, and you turned into a cloud? <laughs> what? I don't... don't Maybe the Selaeans need a better weapon, because like the Anticans have like a, a, a mini lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> And the Salaeans have a dog catcher with a laser hoop that has, since they already were able to put it around Riker's neck, proved that the laser hoop did nothing more than a standard rope might have. (laughs) Well, you can bring it to the rave and it looks really cool. Yeah. It's a a bunch of E. Uh, (laughs) Terrible line. It's like, oh, sorry, wrong species. It's like. (laughs) You know, the crazy thing, too, is at the end, 
it's Counselor Troy who who smirks. She she's supposed to be like really sensitive yeah. and like like empathic to you know. She's she finds it humorous that a sentient alien ate another alien on their ship, which they they were in charge of these things. They they were the ones that were in charge of it's preventing that from happening. Well, we've already established that Troy is the worst ever <laughs> telepath she, well, in, in fantasy history. Well, she is a she's an empath, so empath. But she she's she could also she's an empath, but I mean. How's an empath different than a telepath? She can only experience people's emotions, emotional. But she actually communicates with some aliens at some point. I think that those are psychic aliens. Uh, No, no, no. She talks to she talks to Riker with telepathy as well at one point in the first episode. I think um, a gray area. I think she can talk to her mother telepathically too. Because she's like half Betazoid, so it like comes in and out or something. I don't know. I don't know what the explanation is. I'm, I don't know that much about Star Trek. Let's face it. The thing <laughs> I from this episode is the fact that Geordi's visor is actually an acronym. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, so I visor is an acronym for visual instrument and sensory organ. Huh. And that pad which is like the little, you know, like those little uh, uh, mm-hmm. tablet things that they walk around with. Those tablet things are called a pad, which is also an acronym for personal access display device. So huh. mm-hmm. seems like unnecessary to have those yes. acronyms because the words already are descriptive of the thing. It's like, just call it a visor. It doesn't have to be an ins- visual instrument and sensory organ replacement. <laughs> There was another funny scene in this episode, and this is more towards the beginning, so it's fitting that I'm sort of wrapping up on it because I don't think there's so much more to talk about. <laughs> but um, but there's a scene early in the movie when when Worf gets uh, taken over by the alien. He he starts mm-hmm. flipping out and like totally attacks this dude, <laughs> and they just leave him on the floor, and everybody's like care- taking care of Worf. Like Worf, are you okay? And this dude's just like. <laughs> Picking himself up on the floor by himself in the corner, just like oh, I'm okay, I'm okay over here. Don't worry about me, guys. But he wasn't like an. What's character. also great about that scene right before that is that Worf is like at this display that is monitoring like the like the uh, the data from a sensor that is sensing those clouds, mm-hmm. and then he gets attacked. Because apparently that's how the information travels. This whatever is sensing, yeah, whatever is like, getting sensed, just travels directly to the computer that the person mm-hmm. monitoring it is at. Yeah, it's it's pointing at that information, so that's how it's, it's it creates a channel for it, right? It's like an actor in a movie shooting at the screen, and then a person dying because the bullet somehow <laughs> traveled through the screen <laughs> to, no. to a person. That, that kind of reminds me of um, Captain EO at um, Epcot. Have you guys ever been there? No. It's like a, it's no. like a Michael Jackson, um, mm-hmm. George Lucas, uh, Francis Ford Coppola <laughs> collaboration. Or Michael Jackson. I think I, I think I have seen it somehow uh, bootleg. It's yeah. really bad. But like mm. in the theater, there's this this alien in the movie. He's like a he's like an elephant, and. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and he sneezes a lot. I think his name's Tudor. Mm. And like he sneezes Ridiculous. and and you get sprayed in the face with water. Nice. <laughs> it really brings you right into the movie. So um So that's but, how that works. Similar concept to being shot by a gun through a uh, having seen a close up version of uh Jordy's visor, it kinda looks like one of those hair berets. Uh, I never yeah, noticed like that the at one, first. Like the ones with like the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Like my does. daughters have like five thousand of those. Yeah, you know, I think I even remember like when I was a kid finding those berets and maybe even pretending to be Jordy, like with those. <laughs> this might be a manufactured yeah, I think memory. I've also done that. Pretty sure. Yeah. All right. Well, hey next guys. Next episode uh, will be a good one. What is the next episode? It's the one where they want to kill uh, Wesley because he uh, he just made some mistake on a planet where they don't tolerate uh, mistakes. Oh yeah, that's sort of like that time that kid got um, caned in Singapore for like chewing gum or something. Right. Yeah. Except Wesley wasn't a drunken asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it, yeah. was it, was it a fashion crime that he committed on that planet? I was surprised <laughs> they, are, they recycled the sweater. This, this is the second time he wore this sweater in this episode. I think it's going to be a staple. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's hard to find sweaters. Until sweater he wears, that... until he switches to that, like, 1980s-esque, you know, like, brown leotard thing that yeah. kind of, like, looks like the A-Team van. Well, like, you know, it fits so well, you know. You, you don't, you, if you, when you find a piece of clothes that, that fit fits that well, you don't want to, um, you know, give it up. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, right. What have we learned today? That the beginning of an episode doesn't have to match the end of an episode at all. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked we, it. I thought it was a good that. episode. I think that we learned that you don't actually have to have like a big space adventure to tell a pretty interesting story. Um, this was not the best episode, but I, I thought it was fun. Yeah, that's a good one. And apparently Picard is still out there in space. Yeah. He's gone. Energy Picard. <laughs> this, the, every, Just floating, the, slowly dying. Mm-hmm. We we no longer have the Picard we started with, but that's fine yeah. because this Picard yeah. is exactly maybe the, the same. Maybe Replicator, that's why Replicator Picard loves Earl Grey tea so much because like he's just, he's refueling his, like, <laughs> like the Replicator doesn't do a fantastic job and it starts to degrade over time. So Replicator Picard has to constantly drink Earl Grey tea to like <laughs> replenish his... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's a bonkers, like bonkers. His replicator theory. building blocks. Yeah, I like it. Cool. Good. All right. Well, this has been fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a good time. Thanks for joining, guys. All right. Uh, plugs or anything? Or yeah, why don't you start, Jabars? Do you have any plugs? Uh, no, my website's still down, so I never did, got around to doing anything with that. I was actually going to plug that Axonar productions thing because that was a fantastic <laughs> show so um, yeah. check it out and i guess you should also since i mentioned it i should also say you should check out um chief o'brien network dot com because that was they're pretty hilarious and in in line with uh our uh, philosophy so you know that's all i got yeah uh, yeah, please uh, look at my YouTube channel, you know, youtube.com slash Gazora. And uh, please subscribe. Yeah, and um, 
I set up a YouTube channel for Biopod, oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which I doesn't have a good URL yet, so I won't bother to try to say it. Uh, but I will link to it in the notes, and mm-hmm. hopefully, the, really the only reason to, to have a, a YouTube channel without video is to sort of help uh, people find the show. But, yeah. Um, I, I I'll we can link together the uh, the the edit fan edit in this episode and try to try to create some synergy you know yeah <laughs> we we do want to try we should probably think about reaching out to some of the other uh, I guess podcasters bloggers and stuff yeah. like that try to yeah. uh-huh. we'll get some connections going also um, check out uh, Biopod on Stitcher Stitcher dot com slash podcast slash biopod and uh also we're on itunes um that just search for biopod it'll come up uh give us your comments your reviews and you can email the show at biopod at gmail.com that's a new address nice set it up yeah it it took a lot of work uh, but if you have any questions or want to uh, contribute to the show, if you want to be a guest, uh, just send an email to biopod at gmail dot com. And, uh, right. and is is the domain track trudge taken? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably it's okay. soon going to be taken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we should take that. We should hop on that. Yeah. I'm not even going to Google it because I'm afraid uh, some uh, company will just. Uh, Sit on that domain. It happened yeah. to me once. Oh. It's pretty lame. But they do that. Uh, those domain companies, they just register stuff. If you search for it or something. It's yeah. It's pretty I, I, weird. It, it sounds like a pretty insidious plot. Mm. Uh, much like uh, like an energy alien uh, sort of taking <laughs> over your domain and then try to, trying to get you back to your energy cloud in the form of yep. taking your money. Uh, yes. to kind of tie it all together. Constantly dealing with maybe, energy clouds. <laughs> maybe they would have given uh, Picard back the energy cloud if they had just uh, paid to the yeah. energy cloud. Like, just maybe that was the idea. Just, uh, <laughs> just give us like $19 with your credit card. And get the cash into the cloud. Get the and you get like a whole subscription <laughs> thing. You don't know who, who you know, has your card. It's, it's, it's got like $2,500 That's a good point. Actually, American. Picard is in the cloud, like, uh, like your files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We're, we're at the one hour. Mark. Perfect. Perfect timing. All Good. right. Take it easy. Take care, guys. Bye. Guys. Next time. Bye. See ya.